Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor, welcoming you out for a fantastic show, a show that's for you and about you. Those of you that work so hard for your money, but you're ready for your money to start working harder for you now. You want that freedom, that cash flow, that prosperity today, not 30 or 40 bazillion years from now, but right now. So you have that freedom, that cash flow, be able to do what you love, when you want, with those that you love too. And it's not just about your own comfort and convenience, but it's about you creating a ripple effect through people's lives as well. And that's where you become a rippler. And I'm so excited that I get to create a ripple effect through your guys' lives as well, allowing you to do the same. And I love that you guys have been reaching out and sharing with me your success stories and your questions and your challenges. And on top of that too, like I appreciate you guys binging and uh, you know going back. I know there's like almost 400 episodes now to go back through. So good luck, you know, <laughs> best of luck to you. Um, but you know, keep doing it. We'll keep, them, we'll keep them powerful and we'll try to keep them interesting for you. Here's a quick reminder, check out our website, moneyripples.com. There's plenty of great stuff on there, including our book, Beyond Rice and Beans, Seven Secrets to Free Up Cash Today, where you can actually put your finger at your nose of Dave Ramsey and find cash. So check it out. A quick shout out to today's sponsor, the Garmax Group, a privately held debt fund that specializes in the alternative investment space. Garmax will borrow cash or self-directed IRA capital from private investors on above-market fixed-rate promissory notes, which provide repeatable monthly interest payments to its lenders. In other words, great returns paid out monthly. Garmax is a private and closely held diversified investment company managed by Kurt Kuffner with investment project experience in real estate, oil and gas, private commercial specialty loans, non-performing paper and collections, and a startup funding division that focuses on late-stage startups. Great company. You can learn more about Garmax or set up a time to talk to Kurt by visiting their site, garmaxgroup.com, and complete the Contact Us section at the bottom of their site. Again, that's Garmax, not CarMax, the used car company, but Garmax with a G, G-A-R-M-A-X, group.com. Check them out. All right. So today, I've got a special guest here, uh, Kyle Stanley. Now, I, I know a lot of you guys have asked me this over the years. You've said, Chris, what do you think about investing in like Airbnb? You know, like, what should I do there? Should I do it or should I not? You know, I want to be passive, but man, it seems so tough to be able to do that, you know, and, you know, and try to not be an active investor. I don't know if I have enough time to do that. And all those kind of questions you've had. And Chris, is it really as good as it is? Because it sounds, quote unquote, too good to be true, right? And, uh, and that's exactly what I brought Kyle on for because Kyle is doing exactly that. Uh, Kyle actually has his own podcast uh, called Fearless Flipping. That's awesome podcast. By the way, you should check that out. But Kyle's actually been doing real estate for several years himself. Uh, he's done everything from flipping, but also more recently, he started doing the last several years more with Airbnb and making that a massively profitable business, which is a much better ROI than most people are doing with real estate today. And so I wanted to bring Kyle on as that expert to be able to share with us some of those hacks and those things you can do and, and whether it's the right strategy for you or not. So Kyle, welcome to our show. Awesome, Chris. Thanks for having me on the show and uh, excited to be uh, talking about Airbnb, excited to be also having you on my show uh, a little bit later on. So <laughs> always good to to exchange shows here. I love it. Absolutely, yeah. 
Well, to give us a little bit more of your background. Like what led you down the path to do real estate and, and even what you're doing today? Yeah. Um, the long and windy path was basically one that, I mean, I, I was an entrepreneur since I was a kid, but when I actually got into the working world, I fought that gene just because I was like, no, all my, you know, all the males in my family were entrepreneurs. I'm not going to be an entrepreneur. And so I went into sports broadcasting uh, at a local TV station in Grand Junction, Colorado, and found out very quickly that I didn't like taking orders from other people. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, wait, uh, this whole entrepreneurial gene is actually very ingrained in me. And so I started getting into a lot of different things. I built my own business um, that kind of crashed and failed a little bit later than it should have, stayed in that too long, went into the health and wellness industry, went into sales for uh, a local basically fundraising company with high schools and elementary schools and all that good stuff. And then it was really all a while, like I was always looking for that thing to just continue to make me money without a whole lot of effort. And so when I bought my first house in 2014, my friend told me like, Hey, you know, I know you got a couple of roommates, but you got an extra room there. Why don't you do Airbnb out of that room? And so I was like, what the heck is Airbnb? And he was like, you know, you rent out a room to like a complete stranger and you basically make <laughs> sure that the bed is made and they pay you for it. And I was like, dude, that sounds super sketchy. And he was like, well, you know, sketchy or not, I've made seven grand in the last five months doing one room in my Vegas apartment. And that sold it for me. I was like, okay, if you can do that in an apartment, like what can I do? So that was in Scottsdale, Arizona, started making a little bit of money. You know, it was cool. I uh, got to meet a lot of great people. Like you talk about, you know, being a, a rippler, you know, for me, it was really cool to start having like all these relationships that I was building with people that were coming through my door. Um, and I really just took it for granted, Chris, for like three years, because in 2018, I started to get into this whole idea of like real estate, passive income. And then I got turned on to flipping houses and, and now today, like that's a successful part of my business, but it was like this light bulb moment where I was like, wait, I've been doing real estate pretty much since 2015. It's this thing called Airbnb, but like, I wonder what else I could be doing with it. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, that whole metaphor of the, the iceberg where it's like, you know, you only see the tip of the iceberg and there's so much more underneath the water. Mm -hmm. That's what Airbnb was for me. I found out when I finally like educated myself and started to learn all the intricacies of running out entire houses, how it could be a passive income and, and creating systems and a business around it that I had left thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars off the table the last few years. And I, I truly believe if I knew what I knew, if I knew back like in 2015, what I know now, I'd be a millionaire by now, no doubt. Yeah. Um, and so now today, um, I have six listings here in Fresno, California. I might put in one hour of work a week on it because I have just an amazing team and amazing automation systems. And um, I get to focus on my time now and helping other people build Airbnb and uh, start to help other people take over their Airbnb for management. So it's been a fun, windy ride, but that's, that's the, whole <laughs> the whole story of it. That's awesome. Well, tell who's... Who's really a good fit for doing Airbnb and, and that kind of thing? Because I, I know it's not for everyone, right? But who, who's like, in your experience, is like the ideal person to say, this person can succeed doing this kind of thing? I, I mean, I hate to like bundle it up into just the word of entrepreneur, but you know, uh -huh. you really do need to have some sort of entrepreneurial spirit. And that goes 
beyond um, just like someone who likes to make money on their own. You know, you, yeah. I think an entrepreneur defines someone who's also like willing to get out and do some sales, build a brand, um, create awareness, you know, things like this. That, that's really what I've found has made me a successful airbnb -er because mm -hmm. really, you know, I went from my own house that I was doing out of to having two listings to having six listings in basically a matter of about five to six months. And a lot of that was just because like, I wasn't afraid to go have conversations with people. I wasn't afraid to fail. Um, I knew that I had to master it before I ever started automating it. So, mm -hmm. you know, you mentioned something in the beginning there, people are worried about getting into this because they're going to have to be active. Yeah. I mean, if, if you're a landlord and you have a full-time job as a dentist or a lawyer or something where you're putting in 80 hour work weeks. I don't think Airbnb from an active standpoint is the way to go. I think maybe yeah. partnering with someone and letting them co-host with you who is a professional mm. is still going to be worth it though. I mean, really just breaking down the numbers. I'm a numbers person. So yeah. when it comes down to it, like you hear about people bragging about 200, 300, $400 of cash flow every month. Uh -huh. Well, with Airbnb, in my experience, I've found that you can 3x to 5x that money with cash flow, money in your pocket, even after expenses. And so if you are used to getting $200 of cash flow a month mm -hmm. and you end up saying, hey, I'm going to hire on someone to manage it for me. Well, even after their management cut, you're still making probably $500 to $700 after expenses. So the only thing you have to do now is furnish the place and you can yeah. do that for relatively cheap if you have the right systems in place once again. So mm -hmm. um, I think anyone that just is looking for more income and if you're really looking to build a business and you got to have that entrepreneurial spirit. I love it. Now that's a great insight, especially because not everybody has that, right? Like not everybody's willing to try it, test it, fail, succeed, you know, all those, those steps that you have to go through and repeat again, right? Kind of rinse and repeat, so to speak. Exactly. You got to keep on failing forward um, in, in your journey. You know, you just, that's the thing is like, I've, I've had many times, I'll just be completely honest. I've had many times where like I've, whether it's Airbnb or another business just completely failed and it's yeah. whether that failure is going to create fear in you or motivate you to move on to the next thing. Right. Now I know I got a lot of followers from California and you mentioned that you're in the Fresno area, right? Mm -hmm. Sure. So obviously how do you, how would you be able to afford buying a property? I'm kind of setting you up for this because I kind of already know the answer, but you know, <laughs> that's one thing people ask like, well, that's an expensive yeah. area. How do you buy that? Right. Well, I'll answer that in two ways. The first way to answer your question is that A, in Fresno, um, it's not very expensive. I mean, our houses in Fresno are more along the lines of like, you know, I would say a fifth of the price of something that's going to be in Oakland or something uh -huh. like that. Like we, we're right. relatively affordable, but again, like, you know, there's creative ways to buy real estate as well, which is a lot of stuff that I talk about on my show, Fearless Flipping. Yeah. Um, we're not going to get into that, but what I know you really want me to talk about is this opportunity to be able to get into a house that you don't even own. You can make yeah. money on Airbnb. I have million dollar friends, mentors of mine that have made millions on Airbnb without owning a single house. And that's, what's amazing. So there's really two ways of doing that. Mm -hmm. most popular way that people are talking about is this thing called arbitrage. Arbitrage is you go to the landlord and you tell them, Hey, listen, I know that you want to get a great tenant in this place. And I know you really want to, um, you know, have someone who's consistent. 
here's what it's like working with me versus having a long-term tenant. I'm going to essentially manage your place. I'm going to take over the rent. I'm going to pay you rent every single month. And then, you know, kind of like on the back end, if they're still on the bubble, I'll offer them even an extra hundred, $200 if the deal is worth it for me. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I'm going to be repairing, you know, if you have any repairs, those small things, you know, the, the, towel bar is loose. The, um, the door is off the hinge. I'm going to bring my handyman in there. I'm going to take care of it. You don't have to worry about it. I'm not going to call you and bother you with those things. Um, music to a landlord's ears. (laughs) Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Uh, the other thing I'm going to do is I'm going to clean it between every single guest. I'm going to have our professional Mm -hmm. cleaning company come in, clean this thing. And I tell landlords at the end of our relationship, which I hope is never, but at the end of our relationship, my goal is to deliver you a house that's in better condition than when I first took over it. Yeah. And I do that by, you know, really adding value to my landlords. So that's one way. And that's a great way to do it. The thing about that is you don't have to pay for a house. You don't have to really struggle to go find a house that's in your budget. You know, Mm -hmm. there's tons of people that are renting out on Craigslist, Facebook marketplace, Zillow that you can really target. Um, and, you do have to pay for furnishing and you have to pay for the amenities. And then, you know, every month you're, you're basically the financial, um, you are in charge of the finances for that and mm-hmm. the rent and everything else. Now you get really good at that. I don't usually suggest people start here, but let's just say like you're a property manager and you're listening to this. You have a lot of the skills already to take over a property that you don't own and manage it. Well, in Airbnb, that's what you can do too. You can co-host with someone and take over those responsibilities so that they're still you know, financially responsible for the entire house. They're furnishing it. They're providing the, the cost for the restock of the laundry detergent, the sheets, all that kind of stuff. But here you are on the side taking anywhere between a 10 to 20% cut because you're dealing with communication with the guests, you're dealing with um, setting up the cleaning. You're making it completely passive for this person outside of them just pulling out their credit card to restock some things or to deal with uh, some, uh, again, financial issues. So mm-hmm. with that, you can make, as a property manager of an Airbnb, 10 to 20%. Do the math there. If I'm grossing $3,000 for you as a happy landlord, I'm getting between Three hundred to six hundred dollars. That's pretty cool, and that's yeah. that's really gearing towards where I'm growing my business right now is the managing side. That's awesome because that's one of the biggest concerns I know for a lot of people is how do I find that team? How do I find someone to help me manage this? Because mm-hmm. I don't want to be one going in and restocking and hoping that cleaners will show up or not, you know. And especially because sometimes there's there's you're back to back. You got to have one person out, the next person in. You got to make sure you have oh, people yeah. available. I mean, it's well, and it, it's headache. An, it's a nightmare to get that call and I've had it happen just two times and, and realize I've hosted close to a thousand groups now. Yeah. I've had it happen two times where guests have said, um, Hey Kyle, I don't think that this place was clean. <laughs> and it's like, Hey, uh, miss cleaner, weren't you supposed to be there? And you know, things happen. So, but that, yeah. what I'm saying is a cleaner can make or break whether or not you're getting a good review from a guest. Right. Absolutely. So what are, what are some other tips that people can use when they're trying to trying to learn how to do this or, you know, especially when they're trying to do Airbnb, right? Yeah. Well, again, you know, I go back to my whole method of building a business, which is master, automate, and scale. Um, so you have to master it first. You have to do a lot of the cleaning yourself first, communicating with the guests first, um, designing it, maybe bringing in, you know, 
even if you have an interior designer, you know, you're, you're really picking their brain of like why they're choosing things that they're choosing because you want to start to get an understanding of your guests. You want to get an understanding mm -hmm. of the systems that are going to create the most um, time efficiency for when you do start to outsource these things. Yeah. And it's really at the end of the day, this is not a real estate business. This is a hospitality business. I'm right. trying to create great reviews so I can bring in more people. And when I have more people, I'm getting paid more money. When I'm getting paid more money, then I can go invest back into the business and go find mm -hmm. another Airbnb and, and grow, grow and scale and, and create great referrals. So um, I guess the biggest thing I would say is in the beginning, partner with someone, link arms with someone that has been there and done that. Guys, I mean, it took me four years to figure out this iceberg that I was standing on and I had no idea. Had I known back in 2015 that I should be doing this, <laughs> again, I'd be in a much different position. And so, you know, I've paid for education. I've paid for, for people to help me. And I would do it again and again and again, because even though it costs, you know, a little bit of money and it's scary, mm -hmm. it helped me to accelerate my learning so much faster and to jump over the mistakes that I would have made. Um, so yeah. that would be my biggest recommendation is just get with someone that knows what in the world they're doing. I, I think it's great advice. Hey, quick question. You mentioned your numbers guy. If someone's all in like amount of all in into one, one unit, right? Whatever that is, whether it's a, freestanding home or if it's a condo or whatever, uh, typically what's comes out of pocket and then what could you maybe expect as net cash flow after you've paid rent and utilities and, mm -hmm. and all the cleaning fees and everything else, property management, what, what, what would you expect on a, you know, investing in that much? Yeah. Let me give you two examples. Is that okay? So I'm going to use real life examples of places that I own here in Fresno, California. Mm -hmm. um, so one of them, is and both of these that I'm going to mention are actually two that I own. Um, I again, I have so I have some one bedroom, one bath apartments that I arbitrage. Um, I have a two bedroom, one bath that I rent out through a landlord. Both of those um, situations I'm bringing in on a low end $800 a month and a high end $1,200 a month, which is awesome. You know, that's net, that's net. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. So, and those costs are really low. You know, I got a, a one bedroom, one bath. It's going to be a lot different than if I'm furnishing a three bedroom, two bath. Absolutely. So with, with that being said though, my favorite is a three bedroom, two bath with uh -huh. a second unit on the property. So what that looks like can be a number of different things. It can be mm -hmm. a actual unit, a mother-in-law unit. So I call this the mother-in-law hack, but it can be more than just a mother-in-law unit. Mm -hmm. It can have a detached garage that you would, if you own it, be able to go ahead and just convert it. If not, then you're going to have to really <laughs> do some selling to the, uh, to the landlord to get them to convert it. But then yeah. if you can find a place with RV parking, you've got a fifth wheel option and you can rent that out too. And so when, when that happens, this is what's really exciting. So let me give you a real life example here. I've got a garage at a place that I own. It's a three bedroom, two bath in the main house. And then this garage was converted to a one bedroom, one bath studio. Now, what I did here, there's a little bit of the garage that's attached and there's not a whole lot of parking on the premise. Mm -hmm. So I could have gone the route of Airbnb both of them, 
But I just felt like there was going to be too much unknown. There was going to be too much of like feeling like they're on top of each other and mm -hmm. a lack of privacy. So what happened was I found a good friend who was actually looking for a place to live. And I offered them basically reduced rent as long as they would act as a on-site manager to answer questions and to clean the place in between guests. Oh yeah. That gave for me is peace of mind mm -hmm. because if there's a party going on, I'm going to know about it right away. I have ring doorbells on the front of every single one of mine. So I, I eventually know about the parties, but if I can know right while it's happening, you know, that really helps out. Mm -hmm. um, and by the way, not to scare everyone on that, I might get like 0.01% of people actually throwing a party because we really yeah. do a good job of like setting our house rules before people even show up. Um, but with that being said, I have an $1,100 mortgage on this house and my all-in expenses every month are right around $400 to $500. Okay. Two months ago during a very, I don't use this last month. January is kind of a slow month across the board. I'm not going to impress anyone with January numbers. I still made, by the way, $2,000 net on this one in January. Wow. But two months ago in December on a pretty average month here in town, I made $3,000 just under it. It was about $2,900 after expenses. So the gross on that was right around like $4,500. It was crazy. That's um, awesome. So that's what's possible when it comes to the numbers. And that was one of the houses you actually own too, correct? That's one of them that I own. Yep. Yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. really good. And what would you normally get if you just try to rent that out normally as mm -hmm. a long-term tenant, what would you normally have made profit? Yeah. So the normal rent there would be between 1250 to 1350 for the main house. And then I could get 700 to $800 for that one bedroom, one bath studio. So all in all, I'm getting around $2,000 and yeah, I don't have to worry about expenses with that. And I'm right. not an active manager per se, but you know what the net on that is maybe like six, 700, yeah, maybe. six, $700. Whereas Versus right now it's at 3000. Yeah. I'll take, yeah. I'll take that one. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, that's, and that's leverage. And that's the thing I love talking about the show is creating that leverage. And mm -hmm. as you said, it's the, it's that the mass, right? It's uh, be able to really make it to where you can eventually automate it and scale it, you know? So yep. I love it. Exactly. Well, if somebody wants to learn more about this, like how could they learn from you to, to know how to do these kind of things? Yeah, uh, super simple. If we have one, um, we call it our Airbnb host page, which is basically if you want to learn like the ins and outs of Airbnb, just go to our page on, um, on our website, fearlessflipping.com forward slash Airbnb host. Mm. Um, and on that page, I've got a, profit calculator. So if you're wondering how much could I make on a deal, you can download yeah. the profit calculator. I've got tons of tips on becoming an Airbnb host. I've got an opportunity to connect with me. You can book a call with me and I've got an opportunity for you to be able to apply for our mastermind class, uh, which starts every other month. It's an eight week program and it's literally one-on-one -on -one coaching and group coaching uh, that I bring in and really create an amazing community of success with people. So really it all starts at that page though. Again, it's fearlessflipping.com forward slash Airbnb host. And at the end of the day, if you're just bored and want to get another podcast onto your, uh, <laughs> your podcast list, just go to Fearless Flipping and you can download our, uh, our podcast. No, I think those are both excellent action items to take. So I appreciate that because I, I know I want to play around with it. <laughs> you know, I want to see cool. like what I can do <laughs> myself, you know? So I love it. I love it. Absolutely love it. So, well, again, Kyle, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been very valuable. 
Uh, everybody, like you said, we'll put the link in the show notes. You can see it there and be able to click there if you didn't write it down just now or you're driving your car and you're like, oh crap, what am I going to do? So don't worry. It's in the show notes. We'll have it there for you. So Kyle, again, thank you so much for being on today. Chris, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And everybody else, I hope you make a wonderful and prosperous week. And we'll see you later. See you guys. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now.